Keys, it's only day three. He's not even here yet. What's going on? He's already late. It's the Daily Domingo. There's no music. Nothing happened. What's going on? Looking at Discord. Where's my Discord at? I'm having problems with Discord. I can't seem to get find Discord when I bring it up. All righty. Might as well just come into the studio. Here we go. Playing around with stuff. Here I am. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Jamingo. No music. Couldn't get anybody ready. Anybody psyched up? What's better, the music or the or no music? And why can't I get the Discord to come up? Or is it behind something here? Nope. Can't get the Discord to come up. Not sure why. Here we go. Bring it up. Ah, oh, there it is. Just wanted to see if the streaming notification went out. Yeah, there it is. Streaming notification went out. So here we are. Uh, Halloween last night. How'd everybody do? Did you get some candy? Just talked to my son. I said, what were you giving out? How come we didn't get any candy? I said, did you? Did it, everybody give it away? He says, no, we got tons of candy left. I'm like, why no candy? He said, uh, I'm sorry. I'll bring some tomorrow. I said, well, what were we giving out? He says, like bags of pretzels. I'm bags of pretzels. Bags of pretzels? As a kid, you didn't want a bags of pretzels. Is that what's going on now in Halloween? People want to be more healthier, give kids healthier snacks. Did you get some fruit roll-ups, some little tiny gummy snacks? What do you what do you give out nowadays as snacks? Or as, what did you give out last night as Halloween candy? Um, Budfugger says, I got a nosebleed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand how that happened. So anyhow, uh, I, I've never really had it. I've been here 10 years now. Not one time did I get uh, anybody to come here. Now, of course, I, don't, I turn the lights out and this place is dark. But last night I was downstairs. Let's see what's given. Let's see what they're giving out. Let's go back and look at the chat and see what happened. Nick says, I'm giving out candy with peanuts. If you die, you die. <laughs> That's it. Give out nuts. Try to weed out the peanut allergies. Well, there's nut allergies and there's peanut allergies. Peanut allergies, I think, are, well, I don't know. Both of them are bad. Let's see. See, now here's Duchess. I gave away Skittles, Starburst, and Dum Dums. Dum Dums are those little taffies, aren't they? Little tiny taffies. Yeah, I wasn't really big, big fan of the Dum Dums. Um, What's uh, Duchess says? Lollipops. Yeah, lollipops. That's what we got. Well, um, Joe Biden was out trick-or-treating last night. Let's see how Joe was doing. And, uh, look at him. Look at that old guy still out getting candy. Whoa, watch out, Joe. Mr. President, Mr. President, please, please. One step, Mr. President. Yes, good job. Yes, right here. Glad to see you. Glad to see the Secret Service is helping him out. Um, yeah, poor Joe Biden. So I think uh, one of the things we're going to start off Wednesday with is uh, the NFL. Because we're in the middle of it now. It's like halfway through the season. All right, so this week in Philadelphia, it's big week because it's Dallas Cowboys week, and we hate the Cowboys. 
despise the Cowboys. And see, I'm a little nervous about this game as an Eagles fan because two things. One, they're getting ready to go to the bye week. And number two, Jalen Hurts, our quarterback, is banged up. And we don't know how banged up he is. And he won't say anything, which, I mean, we've got Marcus Mariota as a backup. And say what you want about how he's played in the past. He can throw – now he's got uh, – what's his name? He's got Smith to throw to. He's got number 11 to throw to. you got Dallas Goddard to throw to. I think – and you've got this offensive line that can block for him. I think he would do a lot better. I don't want to get Jalen Hurt more. Like, I would rather him take some time off. But the problem is the schedule right now. It's Dallas. They get a week off. Then they come back and they play the Chiefs and the Bills. So I just wanted to take a look real quick at the right now. The Eagles are eight and one. Yeah, eight and one. They play the Cowboys this week, four o'clock on Sunday. And I'm nervous because if I go to the Dallas Cowboys schedule, see how they played. So they started off the season. They beat the Giants 40 to nothing. Everybody beat the Giants. Uh, week two, they beat Washington 30 to 10. Like they really looked like they were coming on. Then they went and they lost to the Arizona Cardinals 28 to 16. And they looked like shit. And I'm like, okay, all right. So, wh- you know, what do we do? Then they go, they beat the Patriots 38 to three. All right, the Patriots suck. Then they were boat raced by the 49ers, 42 to 10. And they just beat the Chargers 20 to 17. So, again, it's one of those things. So, I'll go to the Eagles schedule. And the Eagles, we beat the Patriots 25 to 10. Wasn't, you know, that was a a pretty good game. We beat Minnesota kind of handily. We really did well against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The stinking... Washington Commanders, they always give us a, a hard time. I, we had to win that one. I think it was in overtime. I'm pretty sure it was in overtime. And then the Rams wasn't a bad. Then they lost to the Jets. Four turn, turnovers. They lost to the Jets. They beat Miami soundly. They were supposed to be a good team. And then the Commanders, again, was it that it was uh, – I think they played a lot better than the score shows. But still, the Commanders played them tough. And now we have the Cowboys. So – I don't know what to do here as far as a pick them. Like, in other words, I'm always going to root for the Eagles. That's not the problem. It's how do we pick them? So what I'm going to do on here from Wednesdays, on every Wednesdays, I'm going to start it off with the NFL, and I'm going to give you four picks. Now, here's the thing. If you're smart, what you'll do is you'll take a lot of money and you'll bet against all my picks because I suck at playing at picking football. When I was younger – uh we used to have these white paper sheets. You had all the teams on there and then you would pick four, give the guy five hours. And then if you, if you, your four teams won by the point spread, they, I think you got 35 hours or something like that. I never won. I never won. So I stopped playing them. And then I was an elevator mechanic and I was working at the uh, Rittenhouse hotel. I was their elevator maintenance guy. And the one guy was, he still had these paper tickets. This was in 1994, 95. He still, they were at football pools. So he's like, hey, you want to do a football pool? I said, no, I don't bet. I, it took the fun out of it for me. Betting on sports takes the fun out because I'm a mush. I'm a guy that bets on it. And 
if I I'm not allowed to watch the Philadelphia Phillies play in the playoffs because they think by me watching the team, it jinxes it jinxes the team. My kids are texting me, shut the game off. It was game seven. Shut the game off. I'm like, it's I can't I can't affect the game. I'm not even I'm not even in the stadium. So the guy kept saying, Hey, you want to try one? I'm saying, I don't bet. I don't bet on football. So they're like, Oh, you're a sissy. I'm like, okay, fine. I said, I'll play one pool. So what I did was I went and if you picked 20 teams, you, I, I forget, it was like 200 times, whatever it was, or something like that. 20, I, I forget, but it was a lot of money. So at the time I said, okay, fine, watch, let me go do this. So I picked 20 teams. The one team that I, I had picked for the 20th team played Monday night. Going into Monday, I was 19 and 0. So I was going to get my money back because if you pick 19 out of 20 teams, you got something back. I think you get your money back or a little something, something. But if that Monday night team would have won, the guy was sweating because I gave him, I picked all, I said, here's 20 and here's a 20. So I gave him $20 and 20. So he just looked at me, he goes, what the hell is this? I go, well, you want me to play a pool? I'll play a pool. So it's 19. I was 19 now. And everybody in the security office where I would sign in, they were following this. So when I showed up Monday morning for whatever I had to go there for, usually there was one elevator shut down there over the weekend. I go in, they go, you know, you're 19 and now I go, yeah, I, I did see that. I said, but don't worry, whatever team I pick tonight will lose. And they did, they did, they lost. So if, if you want to make some money, go against my picks. All right. So, uh, the games this week are trash. There's all the games suck. It's just one horrible team playing another horrible team. I'll be honest with you. I don't really think the NFL's very good this year. I mean, the teams stink. A lot of the teams stink, but we're going to go with it. And I'm picking against the spread too. So it's not like I'm just going to pick the teams that win. All right. So the first game that I'm picking is the, uh, sorry, Duchess, but I'm picking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they're giving up three points to beat the Titans. Uh, I am picking the Atlanta Falcons. They're getting five points. No, I'm sorry. They're giving five points. They're giving five points to the Vikings. And the thing about the Vikings is they just lost Kirk Cousins and they've got some backup quarterback and they don't know. They don't know if this guy's any good or not. So they're going to play the Falcons. So I'm going to take the Falcons giving five to the Vikings. I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs, the, the the Kansas City Chiefs, but they're playing the Dolphins, and they're giving up only two point five, two and a half points. I'm taking the Chiefs, and then here's so I think this is a win-win either way. The Cowboys are getting three points against my Philadelphia Eagles. I'm taking the Cowboys because I have a feeling it's going to be a close game. Number one and number two. If I'm a mush and I lose, well, that's fine. The, the Eagles win, and then I'm a happy boy, and they go into the bye week at 9-1, and one, and then I'm happy. I'm a happy boy. So they're my picks. I don't know. <laughs> Touches says, oh, oh, the Steelers are going to lose. They lost their quarterback, too. The Steelers lost their quarterback. Uh, the Vikings lost their quarterback. I mean, there's a bunch of quarterbacks that are out this uh, season. And you know something? Carson Wentz is like the white Colin Kaepernick. He can't get a job. He played for the Eagles. He was doing, he hurt his knee. And when he, he and then the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round and that ruined him. It blew his mind. He couldn't handle it. 
So Jimmy G's out too. Jimmy G's always out. He's another one. He's another one. He gets nicked up and, and never makes a full season. Nick says quarterbacks are made of sugar glass this year. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Duchess is really, she loves her some Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, she's like, I'll take care of him. Look, Jimmy, sit over here. I'll take care of you. Don't worry, Jimmy. I'll, Jimmy, you know, I, you're one of my favorites. Oh. Yeah. Should I? Now I can't. She, she was reading some fan fiction. I can. I really, she'll get mad at me. We're going to be doing the um, Boomer Bunker tonight. That's when I'll do it. I'll do it when she's there. I can't. I should not do things to Duchess when she's not here to defend herself. So anyhow, um, I don't know. So they're my picks. I've got the Dallas Cowboys beating the Eagles, the Chiefs beating the Dolphins, the Falcons beating the Vikings, the Steelers beating the Titans, all with points. And uh, we'll go with that. Uh, let me double check something here. Let's see if uh, Biden's still trick or treating out there. Let's see how he's making out. Oh, this must have been earlier. It's take oh, up. Biden's down. Oh, get him up. Oh, he's okay. He's all right, everybody. Oh, thank God, Joe's okay. Um. I don't know. If, I just found this the other day, and I, I don't know where I saw it. I don't know if it was a YouTube short. But I am so into this Dora the Explorer reboot cartoon. Dora's now 24. She's uh, she's had some issues, you know, when she was growing up. And so my kids grew up in this era where, you know, and when your kids are growing up, they dominate the TV. You know, you're watching Dora the Explorer. You're watching Kim Possible. You're watching you know, uh, Hannah Montana, you're watching, what were the other shows? Uh, uh, Jimmy Neutron. What's the one where the, the kid, uh, he went into this ghost thing, Jimmy, not Jimmy Neutron. What was the other one? The kid goes in and he turns in, into a ghost when he comes out, like he went into this machine and when he came out, he could, he could turn into a ghost. I forget what his name was, but anyhow, Danny Phantom. Thank you, Dick. Smack Lamore. That's my lawyer. Thank you, Danny Phantom. Or thank you. It was Danny Phantom. So I'm like, what? That if you own these cartoons, reboot them. Let's reboot them. At, we'll see what they're going through at 24. So I got to tell you, I, I I'm playing. I, I'm going to play you the beginning of this door, the Explorer cartoon because it's amazing. I'm going to watch every one of them. I, I can't get enough of them. Here we go. Dora, she can do anything because she is a grown-up. Dora, 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 the grown-up. Dora, the grown-up. She is 24 years old now. Dora, Dora the grown-up. Hola, soy Dora. And I'm Boots. Have you ever gone to the emergency room because you're not sure if it's an anxiety attack or heart problems? I'm here because I ate brownies laced with too much molta. Have you ever had a bad experience with edibles? I have. <laughs> I'm here Me for all of too. This. I am currently freaking out and we've been waiting forever. Do you see El Medico? Hi, Doris. So it says here you ate too many pot brownies. How many did you have? Count with me, Boots. 
One, two, three! Well, you really didn't need to come in here for this. You're fine. Drink some water. Hooray! I'm here for every one of these. I'm sorry, I am. I just, I love it. Um, the one we, I played yesterday, a little part of it where she she got fired from her job. So uh, here's the second part of it. This is... Hola, soy Dora. And I'm Boots. I'm moving back into my parents' house because I lost my job and mi crédito está arruinado. My credit's ruined. <laughs> have you ever ruined your credit? I have. Me too. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. I'm sorry. I love it. So, I mean, when um, I was, you know, the kids and you know what? They would watch movies like over and over again. And one of the movies that they used to watch all the time was Babe. You know, did you ever see Babe, the um, the pig? It was the one where the pig would herd the, the sheep like a sheepdog. They must have watched that thing. I got it. Hundreds of times we've watched that movie. So much where I, I knew everything. It was like, that'll do, pig. That'll do. So I was wondering, okay, what's going on with Babe? Like, what would happen now if you looked at you went and found Babe? Oh, no, not Babe. Poor, oh, come on. Babe's $5 a pound. <laughs> Poor Babe. Oh, Babe's in Palestine. Running. <laughs> Let me see something. Oh, uh, poor babe. I bet you'll taste good. Poor babe. Should we... <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, there's nothing better than a than a barbecued pig turned over a spit. I went to um we when we used to I used to have hunting beagles, and when we didn't when we weren't hunting, we used to take them out and run them in competitions. So you take your dog and you put it with five other dogs and they would take them out in the field and whatever. Yeah, you got points if you jumped a rabbit and if the dogs lost a rabbit, the one that picked it up, they would get points. So we were there one day and I was down in Clinton, North Carolina it was. And so you go there in the morning. So they go, do you want lunch? And I go, yeah, sure. What's for lunch? And he goes, barbecue. Well, you know, I'm from up north. I'm like, barbecue. He's like, barbecue, son, have you ever had barbecue? I said, okay, what barbecue what? Barbecue, he says, pig, boy, pig, go over there, look. So I go over there, and they've got this pig, has got to be 125, 130-pound pig, and it's sitting there turning on a spit over a, a half of an oil drum full of coals. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. So we go out, and we do whatever, and we come back for lunch. So I'm waiting, uh, so I said, What's going on with lunch? He goes, oh, get yourself a plate. Get over there. Get you some pig. Okay. So I go over. You walk right up to the pig and find a spot where you want some. You take a knife and you hack it off. And then they had this vinegar uh, barbecue sausage you put on top. My God, you want to smack your mammy. It was so good. It was delicious. So, yeah, I love myself some some barbecue pig. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I want to get into this one. So one of the things... Want to get into this one story. So one of the things that I always have a problem with, or I should say I have a problem. I always worry about people spitting in my food. The reason I say that is I worked in food prep and I've seen it done where when people send food back, they throw it around and all. And I I, I never did that. I, I would say, uh, no, you're not doing that. Take that. We're not sending that back out there. You got to make a new one. 
but I know it's done. So I'm always nice to the nice to the wait staff, and I don't send. Sh- I mean, it's got to be horrific before I'll send it back. I'm never. I'm not going to say I've never sent it back, but uh, you know, I'll eat something like say if I wanted it, you know, medium, and it comes and it's too well done, or it's not well done, you know, or it's not meat, you know, it's still raw. I'll eat it. I don't care unless it's chicken or something, but like a steak. So uh, there's a couple that's suing the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in California after a woman woke up in the middle of the night, took a sip from the bottle of water and found out that it it had uh, been contaminated. And she was very, very upset. Do you know what it was contaminated with? Semen. The couple wanted to celebrate her birthday, so they took the weekend, went up to this hotel, and they ordered, they were out of water, so they said, okay, can you bring us up some bottles? They brought up five bottles, so I don't know, maybe they got their freak on, she's looking for some water, she opens up the bottle, she starts drinking it, she's like, what the, what's that? They turn the lights on, and here it's semen. So they called down, they called the police. Semen only, what's Budvogger says, semen only works in eggs and milkshakes. I guess. I don't know. I never tried. What? Oh, my God. See, I, this is why I'm nice to everybody when I go out to eat, drive in foods. I'm the, I don't want people fucking with my food. The couple identify themselves as uh, John and Jane Doe. They do not want to be named because they're afraid that they will be ridiculed and embarrassed because what happened. A male employee showed up to the room with five bottles. The couple had no reason to believe the bottles were tampered with or defiled. Jane went to sleep and in the middle of the night, she woke up, reached for one of the bottles. They were dropped off earlier in a lawsuit and, and she said, something's wrong. I've had this taste in my mouth before, but I can't really put a, a, my finger on it. She claimed in the suit that the taste of the water and the texture was off. So first suspecting the water was chemically contaminated. Uh, Then she found out the water had semen in it. Uh, The the lawsuit says that one of the employees ejaculated his semen into the bottle, sealed it up, and delivered it to Jane and John Doe's room. Jane drank the semen contaminated water before she realized it had been defiled by a criminal deviant and that she had been sexually assaulted. While seeking an independent investigation from local law enforcement into the DNA samples so they could be cross-checked against the sex offender registry to possibly identify the subject. They know who did this. They absolutely know who did this. But uh, so they're going to sue. I'd sue if I found out that they sent a bottle of water up and the guy took it jacked off into the bottle of the water and sealed it back up and brought up. Why? Why? Why would you do that? Bob's asking a question. Does this all suit? Huh, let's try that again. Does the lawsuit state whether or not this was the first time she swallowed? See, that would piss me off too. Like the wife's like, no, no, let me know. I got to turn my head. Shoot for the tits. And then this is the first time she swallows. <laughs> Oh, come on. It's not right. It's not right at all. Um, I don't know. I I think they have, first of all, I think they have a really, really good case. Second of all, I'd want to kill the guy. Like, in other words, if they find out who this is, I want to bring back caning. You know 
like in, in Asia, they take the cane and they, you know, they bring you into the square and they give you like three whacks and they, and the guys really know how to whack you with this thing. Like they'll take skin off your ass with this. I think if you cane people for this, this will straighten out some of the shit that's going on in this country. This will straighten out. This will give people manners. If they think that when you do something like this, all right, we're not going to put you in jail. We're not going to spend money on, you know, you can go back to work and everything, but you're going to remember not to do this anymore, or we're going to do it. So we show everybody else. So they know not to do this anymore. Um, Jody says uh, the water was uh, dude, Sonny. I'll give you a bell, Jody. Uh, Jody's in here with the names Coquina, Coquafina, Coquafina water. Okay, I'll give you one for that too. Bud Vogger says if the husband ever divorces the wife, he better buy that dude ice, buy that dude a seal fresca. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I just I think that caning. I, I believe in public punishment now. They used to put you in the stocks back in the day in the town square, and people used to walk by and and um, and they would laugh at you, ridicule you, spit on you, or whatever. You can't do that now because nobody goes. There's no town square, but what you do is you just put like a camera on them, and then people can. Uh, oh, you know what? That's an idea. So you have a like a web camera. You go to the internet, and then you pay. I don't know, twenty five dollars. And you can either spray them with water or, um, you know, something like that. Like you could shame them by either throwing something in. You shoot them with water, then you throw flour on them. And, uh, yeah, I like that idea. I think that would work. That would deter some of this nonsense that's going on. Pay per abuse. Pay per abuse. There you go. I like that. You, you could yeah, do something like that. Um, spray with water. You could spray them with something that smells. Yeah. Uh, Bud Vugger says the only time that guy you spit is when he rubbed one out. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bud Vugger. God damn. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm for this because there's a lot of shenanigans, shenanigans going on. I didn't get a chance to pull this, but right now at Harvard, Jewish students are trying to go to their classes and Palestinian protesters are standing in front of them and not allowing them to go to classes. This needs to stop. I mean, I understand a protest. Look, you can protest, but you can't just go and single out somebody and then surround them so they can't go to their class. You can't. I mean, that's bullshit. Could you imagine doing that to a uh, a black person? Imagine white people surrounding a black person and not allowing them to go to school because. Uh, I know a black person shot somebody in a convenience store or the other way around black people surrounding a white person because uh, they, they, a, a white person committed a crime or, or something like this. This is just not allowed. This should not be allowed. I mean, these kids are paying whatever they pay to go to Harvard and now they're getting harassed by the Palestinians. Better yet. What if a bunch of conservatives surrounded a, transgender person and sister said you know men men are men and women are women and man can't be a woman or woman can't be a man the college would throw them right out of school but for some reason and i really do know what the reason is the the pal you know if you want to protest for palestine 
you're allowed to do this. And you're allowed to do this to Jews, which is sickening. And the reason behind all this now is because it's becoming more and more clearer is this is a way to destroy the Western civilization's way of life. Because if you look at, and ladies and you gays, if you're supporting Palestine, you are in for a rude awakening. Because when the shit goes down and, and they end up getting taken, they take over. The first thing they do is they take the women and you're not allowed to go to school and they dress you up. So you can't see anything. They are, they have horrible human rights for women and gays. They just kill you. They don't give a shit about you at all. So you're over there supporting them. You are the biggest fucking moron I've ever seen in my entire life. Now you round up these people and say, okay, you round these people up that are, stopping the the Jewish kids from going to school. You take them out to the the quad, you tie them to a pole, and you cane them. Give them like, I don't know, one, let's just give them one, one whack. And then let's see how many times they stop Jews from going to class again. You only have to do it to one. See, this is what they do. And even the government does this. They take and they separate one from the herd. Social media does this. Kevin Brennan, uh, when Matthew Perry died, he put, he typed out, ha, 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 died in a hot tub. And, you know, the press went after him and, and other people are going after him. Now, Kevin Brennan, he don't give a shit. You know, it's just publicity for him. He's loving it. He's loving every minute of it. But what they try to do is they separate you from the herd. This is, they're doing the same thing right now. Companies are doing this where if you signed a letter supporting Palestine after or Hamas, after what they did to Israel on October 7th, uh, they're not, you know, they will not hire you. They want to identify you so they don't hire you. So what they're doing is they are separating someone from the herd. They're punishing them. So everybody's like, well, fuck that. I don't want that. Not me. Not anymore. Uh-uh. I'll keep my mouth shut. That's why if you're a Trump supporter, you keep your mouth shut. You don't say anything. If you support the fact that a man is a man and a woman is a woman and you can't just decide one day, wake up, take some hormones, and all of a sudden you're a woman, if you just if you think that's the way it works, well, then, uh, I guess, if you, I mean, if you think that doesn't work that way, you keep your mouth shut. Let's see what Bob says. It's hard for me to keep up with the chat right now. I'm, hopefully, I'll get better at this. I think if you could afford a hot tub, you have no right making... Matthew Perry jokes, I think. Oh, okay. So if you can afford a hot tub, then you can't make Matthew, Matthew Perry jokes about him dying in a hot tub. So what you're saying is that Kevin Brennan cannot afford a hot tub. Is that what you're saying? Bob also says, can we just start referring to pro-Palestine people as Nazis? Ooh, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Because they want to see, if you think about it, that the Israel is the only Western uh, country, Western civilization country, pro-democracy country in that area. And they want it gone because if they get rid of Israel, it'll just go back to what, what's going on in Afghanistan and Syria and Jordan and Lebanon and in Egypt. It'll be just a fucking shithole. And what happens? Western civilization comes in, they clean things up, they make things nice, you know, they make a, they make it where it's, uh, you know, well, civilized, 
civilized place to live, and people are loving it. Also, in Israel, 80% of the people are Jewish, 20% are Arabs, and they get along just fine because they've westernized their, you know, they, they've accepted the Western culture, and they're, and they're fine over there. But if you, um, if you are more, uh, how would you put it? If you're very Muslim, let's go with that. If you're very Muslim, then uh, no, you, you can't have that, and you despise it. It almost seems like jealousy, right? It's like, well, I can't do that, or I don't want that, or look at them over there. Uh, let's kill them. So, <laughs> Budbugger says, if this Israel disappears today, no sheep will be safe tonight. You know, do I bring this up? Okay. So I'm watching uh, a YouTube video, and there's a guy there, and he's mad. Is this in Afghanistan? He's marrying a girl. She can't be no more than 10. She's a little girl, and he's married her. And I'm just a fundamental Islamic. Yes. Thank you, Jody. Um, he marries a 10-year-old girl. And I just, you want to drag the guy out back and and beat him with a hose. You do. Because a 10-year-old can't, can't have 10-year-olds getting married. Good Lord. Jody says, you can't, fin- you can't spell fundamental without the word fun. I don't know. I, I think people are starting to wake up. I just heard that uh, Senator Ted Cruz, Cruz is writing a book. And it's basically, you know, how to unwake, unwoke, because they're everywhere now. They're the this basic socialism, communism mindset is now it's in the colleges. It's been in the colleges, so now they've graduated. Now they're out in business. They're trying to teach the the kids in school all this bullshit too. So somehow, if the the, the normal people. The normal people, and I'm going to say the normal people one more time, the normal people are going to have to start to turn this around or we're going to get, you get what you get. You don't, you know, you get what they say down south, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. That's how I feel. I mean, the cities, they've turned the cities into shitholes. Look what uh, Gavin Newsom's done in California. He first, he was the mayor of San Francisco. You see how that town turned out. Then he becomes the governor of California. You see what they, he's done to that state. People are leaving that like rats leaving a sinking ship. Jody says, put him to sleep by Ted Cruz. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else do I have here? Oh. So in New York City, I, have, I haven't been to New York City in 35 years. I went one time. No, I'm sorry, twice. I went to see a, the taping of David Letterman. And then I went there one time for like a tourist kind of thing. We went to the Central Park City and shit. I'll tell you what, I can't. I, I hate that city. I, I absolutely despise the city. I don't know my way around, number one. And number two, I must look like a tourist because every fucking freak and every weirdo in the world somewhere comes up to me and starts their shit. And you're like, get away from me. See, Duchess loves New York City because she's from North Jersey, and she's probably she probably goes into New York like I go into Philadelphia. I don't mind Philadelphia because I know my way around and I know what to do. You know, I know my way around. I'm not really worried about it. I'm comfortable in Philadelphia. 
So um, they're having a rat problem in, in uh, New York City. And the thing that they're doing now is they've uh, come up with a way to, I guess, it's uh, to exterminate them. And it's working. So this is what kind of cracks me up. New York City Council member is expanding the rat killing program in her district that pumps carbon monoxide into the nasty rodents' burrows. She claims it's 100% effective. The council member said the program was led in a remarkable reduction of the vermin. And where do they do it? Upper East Side. Well, who lives on the Upper East Side? That's where all the rich people live. We went from getting inundated with complaints in our office from residents and businesses to we're not getting any more complaints. In fact, it's working so well that people are calling it up and say, hey, can you bring this to our block? So the answer is yes, they're going to start doing it. So they pump carbon monoxide down into these burrows and it's not dangerous to people or pets. That's not, that's bullshit. It is, but it's not, in other words, you don't need as much carbon monoxide to kill a rat. Also, once you put carbon monoxide in their burrows, they won't come back to it. They will not come back to it. Ask me how I know that. I'm going to tell you a story. So when I was 20 years old, my father sold his business to a, a company up in Pennsylvania, Quaker Town. And I told you it was the time I got hit in the head with the pipe. Well, the company was an old potato chip factory. And I don't know what happened, but uh, they went out of business where they came in and they locked the doors and they just shut everything off. They just shut it down. There was no cleanup. There was no nothing. So when you walked, so when the the company that bought my dad's company bought this building, when they opened up the doors, there were still potato chips on the conveyor belt, still fat in the vats. And downstairs in the basement area was just crates. I mean, floor to ceiling crates of potatoes. There was still product uh, boxed up in a loading dock, they just shut it down. And I think it was like three years, three or four years that this building had been shut down. It went up for auction and they bought it. So now they go in because he has a machine shop and he's going to make it, he's going to make it a machine shop. So we had to clean all this shit out of there. There were so many rats in this place that it was, it was, it was crazy. So the first thing they did was they came in with forklifts and they started to bring the potatoes, the, the, crates of potatoes out of the basement and they were bringing them out in the field as they were bringing them out in the field rats were leaping out of these crates they, they were everywhere thousands and thousands of rats in this place so after they did the first um i guess extermination of them they had like exterminators come in they were they're still running all over the place so they're cleaning it out so you would go in in the morning and you would have to like take piping down and take stuff out i was there when we were doing it so what you did was you had a tw uh, 22 on your side pistol and you had like 15 shots and everything was like birdshot. It was just like, I don't know, 10 or something. And if you saw a rat, you'd shoot it with the birdshot. <laughs> so we were in this thing. So we would go in in the morning and you, all you'd hear is hundreds and hundreds of rats. They were just killing them. There was piles, trash cans full of dead rats. And we were getting pretty good at shooting them. Like you'd be sitting there and all of a sudden you see one scar, you like you pull and, and, and knock off a rat. So the way that they, they were still outside and that they were still coming in from outside, that was the problem. So that's what they did. They got a bunch of cars and they took the tailpipes back to over where this was. And they started taking the tailpipes and putting these, uh, the carbon monoxide down into these holes. And they would let it run for like you know, three or four hours or whatever. And that was it. 
There was no more rats. Got the rats were gone. I still get skeeved when I see them, but um, I don't know. I I killed so many rats. I don't even remember. I mean, I can't even tell you how many rats I killed with just shooting them with a twenty-two. It was pretty cool. It was it was it was like a perk of the job. It's like, oh, by the way, uh, you know, you go over the morning and you'd open up the door and they turn on the lights and then you'd hear <laughs> all day long. I'm surprised no one got shot. To be honest with you, I'm not. I'm surprised that no one got like a a, a pellet hit them. You know, because you never know. Where, these guys were from. This is out in Quakertown, which is like they were pretty safe with guns. So I think they. No one ever got shot. I know that. That I do know. All right. Here we go. Another 45 minutes. So one of the things that I want to do and I, I plan on doing is being able to bring in phone calls, either through Discord, where you can come into the Discord, come into a, a voice chat, and I can bring you on there. Or I went out and got a phone number. I need to play with the phone. Well, first of all, I need to get a little bit more comfortable behind the microphone here doing this myself, and then I'll be able to bring up calls. I need to test it first. But what I did was I went to Google Voice, and I got a phone number, and uh, you could text me. That I know works. Uh, so we can, I can, let me see if I can do this. I mean, it says, oh, no, it wants me to leave the site. No, I'm not leaving the site. Cancel. I can't do that. Let me bring up another tab, see if that'll work. There we go. Sign in. I'll give you the phone number. You, if you want to text and check it out, you can text. Let's see where it is. Oh, here it is. Yes, here's the phone number. It is 856-477-1935. 856-477-1935. Right now, you can just text me. I guess you can call and leave a voicemail. I haven't, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't tried it yet. I just set it up last night. So uh, I want to be able to start bringing in calls. If you want to do, if you want to call, if you want to come into Discord, uh, that's one of the reasons why I like doing this show is that I can try to just play with the technology. It's a lot of fun. And so far, the show is getting easier to do. not going to lie because I didn't think I was going to be able to do 30 minutes. And here I'm doing 45. And yesterday, because we had, you know, a topic with a lot of sound bites and all, I was almost did an hour. But I'm here every day, Monday through Friday. I'm not doing Saturday and Sunday. I just, I need two days. Two days of rest, that's all. Besides that, you guys are doing the things outside anyhow. So no, when, you know, it's not fair. But I, listen, I appreciate you being here right now and hanging out with me. Also, the show is, comes out as a podcast. It's a free podcast, The Daily Jamingo, on your podcast player of choice. Just look it up. Subscribe if you could. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at John Jamingo. I'd appreciate that. And uh, I will be back here tomorrow for the Thursday edition of the Daily Jamingo.